0: welcome to the wake up call podcast i'm your host alicia hopkins life coach recovering perfectionist crazy animal lover and your go-to friend for all things wellness if you're the type of woman who constantly feels burned out overwhelmed and like you have zero time for yourself then this is the show for you i'll show you that it is completely possible to live a life you look forward to every single day by learning simple actionable steps to start putting yourself first. Burnout and overwhelm are not welcome here, but a little bit of crazy sure is. So if you're ready for your wake up call with a girl who's not afraid to drop an F-bomb every now and then, let's dive in. and welcome to another episode of the Wake Up Call podcast. This is your host, Alicia Hopkins, and I am so glad you are joining me again here today. So this episode has quite literally been real hard to record. (laughs) I have tried to record an episode probably three different times this week, and I've had a lot of starts. And then as I'm recording, I'm like, yeah, no, that's just not it. And you know, when it comes to recording a podcast, I generally get this like a nudge or kind of like a little bit of like an intuitive hit of like, this is what you're supposed to talk about. And that feeling that nudge has been hiding for a really long time. And today's the day it came. And I know why now. So when I first started this podcast, my desire was to talk about the things I've experienced, I'm learning, you know, largely as it relates to my experience with anxiety. But I've also come to think about it as I like to talk about real life shit and yes, excuse my French, you know, by now I like to cuss, but I think a lot of us are experiencing similar situations, experiences. We're doing it alone in isolation, not realizing that a lot more people are probably having the same thing happening in their life, but because we don't talk about it, it doesn't become normalized and we continue to fight our own battles independently. And I just like the idea of bringing things forward, just creating permission to talk about this stuff, right? So for whatever weird reason in my life, (laughs) the universe God has placed it on me that I'm supposed to talk about this stuff. So here we are. And the thing I want to talk about is, and I think that many of you will relate, for the majority of my life, I have been a fixer, right? I'm a saver. I want everyone to be okay. I have, if I'm honest with myself, unhealthily allowed my emotions to be consumed by situations that make me uncomfortable, right, which is seeing other people or things suffer, go through hard times, right? I have this innate desire for everyone to be okay, right? And there's all sorts of reasons. And if you relate, I'm sure you can trace those reasons as well. But what I know is this is a trait that has played out in my life. And I have allowed a lot of my energy, my emotions, to be consumed by the scenarios that play out in my life, in other people's lives, things that I'm exposed to, and I somehow take on a responsibility in thinking I'm capable of changing the situation for that person. I know I'm not alone in this one. I know I have many other fellow fixers out there, but what happens right when you hit the point when your desire to help and fix and swoop in and save the day is taking a toll on you, both in your well being, your mindset, right? Like it physically takes a toll when you become consumed by a responsibility to fix things in other people's lives. And I have found myself in this place time and time again, right, that I have inserted myself in a role that quite honestly I've not been asked by. Have you ever noticed that too? If you are a saver, like a fixer, nobody's asking you to step in and save the day, yet somehow we take this badge and say that it's our job to do it. And if you are not able to pull back and regulate where you're allowing this, Desire to help kick in, it leaves you feeling splintered, exhausted. There is just not enough of you to go around, right? So it's got me thinking a lot about this idea about establishing boundaries. And when I say the word boundaries, I'm going to break it down in two parts. Because I think when people first hear boundaries, the easiest place, or maybe the place that we tend to go to first, if we recognize we need boundaries in our life, is in that physical sense of your time. Like, where are you physically overextended? And, you know, pulling back on your schedule, you know, backing away from certain commitments, like slowing down, right? Like, that's certainly a boundary. The boundaries that I wanna talk about today are those that are involved with like your energetics, like your psychological energy, how much emotional space you have, right, to give. And I think establishing boundaries around this, like your caring, your desire to help is hard because it's not a physical boundary for the first part. And second, It's well-intended, right? Like, it is never a bad thing to want to help someone. But if you are doing it too much and also in situations that, quite frankly, you have no control over, you are going to start to experience a negative impact on your well-being and how you are doing. And that's where we need the boundaries, right? And it's hard. And you might find yourself thinking, well, I don't want to be selfish. Like, I don't want to not help someone. I, I that right, you even form an identity, I think, when you are someone that relates to this idea of like you're the person that always shows up, you always help. And if you don't, how will that person know you care? I know that's a distortion I've had in my life is that I somehow equate the level and the magnitude in which I express and demonstrate my care and concern, then you as the recipient will understand how much I love and care for you. And that's just not true. And it's something that needs corrected, right? So when we're looking at setting these emotional boundaries, I wanna talk to you about a few things for you to consider, right? So one way that may help you start to prioritize what you give of yourself to is by taking a minute and actually thinking about your values and prioritizing the things that you care the most about, like the things that are the most important to you in this life. Literally write them down. Maybe it's your family, your children, your spouse, Maybe it's animals, maybe it's the environment, maybe it's whatever. Like the things that you deeply care about and that you value, those become, say, you create, I don't know, five, eight, 10, whatever that is. But bringing awareness to what you actually, truly, wholeheartedly care about and value, those things now become where you prioritize your energy, right? If there are situations that you can honestly and genuinely help and support, and they fall in that category of the things that you value, that can be something you give yourself a green light for, right? But things that fall outside of that circle, right, your prioritized list of values, of things you care deeply about, it becomes a decision tree for you in that The things that fall outside of your priorities now need to be the things where you start stepping back from. Like you don't allow your emotional energy to be poured into. The thing that comes up to me is that I envision when you are someone who cares real big and you give all of your emotional energy to everything, it's splintered, right? You are giving of yourself a little bit To a whole lot of things, but no one thing gets all of you. And that's where I think this making the list of your prioritized values helps you understand when I know these five things are like my top list of priorities, I have more of myself to give to them so that I know I am more potent, more helpful, more impactful. But if I don't create limits, I'm actually not showing up in my fullest capacity for the things I care the most about because I'm sacrificing it with the things that aren't as high of a priority. Like, does that make sense? Like you're compromising your top tiered values for things that you still care about, but you're giving them all equal importance, right? And you have to draw a boundary around that. So realizing that giving more of you to those prioritized values and things you care about will actually help you to see that that's how you serve best, right? Is when you can have more of yourself because I'm sure you relate to this feeling of when you are overextended emotionally, you're exhausted, you don't think straight, you probably have a hard time making decisions You just are not operating at 100%, right? That's the cost of giving all of yourself mentally to everything, right? Is that you're a watered down version of yourself and it takes a toll on you. Something else that I think makes it really hard to establish these boundaries, but that it's really important for you to face, it's this fact that we're confronted with, we actually don't have control yeah, it sucks, right? We don't have control. So no matter how much you care about, think about, stress about, worry about, at the end of the day, especially when you we are talking in matters of people, right? Like that if you are historically trying to fix and save people in your life, you do not have control over the choices they make. And that is a hard pill to swallow, but it's important to realize so that you can loosen your grip a little bit. And I think also coming to terms and starting to realize this idea about control allows you to set the boundaries because right again, looking at the cost, like the cost of you fighting every battle that you don't have control over essentially boils down to fighting a losing battle. Like you are fighting something that you, you're never going to win because you don't have control over what someone or something ultimately does. So when you can pull back and start cozying up to the idea that you actually don't have control over everything in your life, I think like even just in saying that, I experience a little bit of an exhale And I think it's also where it opens the door to having trust and faith and belief in something greater than yourself. Because no one human is God, right? Like we can't fix, we ultimately can't fix everything that's wrong in this world. And that's where learning to lean into a little bit of trust, a little bit of faith, a little bit of offering up a prayer or an intention or, you know, just a little bit of love. Like I just think of a prayer is what comes to mind. It can help you start to pull back and establish some boundaries over your emotional energy as well. And you know, where a lot of this came from is that, you know, recently I've actually just started to go back to therapy. I think therapy is a fantastic thing. I'm very pro-therapy. I'm very pro-coaching and this therapist, she she gave an analogy and or painted a scenario for me and it's really helped me and I hope that it maybe will serve you is when you're thinking about all the things you're giving your energy into I think she even termed it like your psychological energy I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down as like your emotions your cares your thoughts if you were to think about everything in your life that you're currently trying to fix control, make okay, right? That's an energy output, like an energy leaving your body and going out and visualize it as a cord, right? So you've got all these things that are happening in your life around you. And they all like everything that you're caring about and giving your energy to is a cord going out. How many cords do you see on your body? I'm going to guess it's a lot. So what happens when things are going out and you don't have it coming back in? You get depleted, right? Your energy is depleted when you are constantly in fix it, save it, I want to make everything okay mode. And it's time for you to start cutting some of those cords of where you're allowing your energy to go so that you ultimately can preserve it for yourself setting limits on where your energy as it relates to compassion and your resources, right? Like your thought life, your emotions, setting limits around it is the ultimate act of compassion for yourself. Because at some point we've got to realize we have to take responsibility for ourselves, right? Like that is the only thing that you have a little bit of control over, right? Is your own Actions, your own energy, like what you're allowing yourself to do in your life. So, I want this hopefully to be a reminder to you that it's time to start preserving your own energy and prioritizing your own well being and putting limits on what you are allowing your energy, like that emotional, psychological energy to be consumed by, like ultimately pouring out in one of those cords, right? Because if you relate to feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, anxious, just in chronic worry, it very well can be a sign that you are lacking some boundaries in what you are allowing your energies to flow to. And it's time to start redirecting it into yourself right i hope this episode served you it has been like i said i have really struggled this week to get an episode together and you know i'm even going to put it out there i know this episode isn't perfect but it's what's been on my mind it's what i'm currently processing and making boundaries in my own life about or around so i hope that this serves you in some way i hope that something i said allows you to make that shift in understanding that Preserving your own energy and pouring into yourself is not selfish, and in fact allows you to be more of your whole self, where you can now be serving from a more potent, even strategic way. Because when you are seeing the whole field clearly, meaning you are mentally and physically feeling well, I believe that is how we best show up in our lives and the people and things we care about the most. So guys, thank you for tuning in today. And I can't wait to connect with you on a future episode. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to the wake up call podcast. If you liked what you heard today, I would love for you to subscribe and leave a review. It takes just a few minutes and does wonders for helping other people find the podcast. If you want to connect outside of the podcast, you can do so by following at Alicia D. Hopkins on Instagram. And if you really liked the episode you just listened to, do me a favor. Would you screenshot the episode and tag me? I would love to see what's resonating with you. Thank you for joining me today. And I hope today's episode helped you to see that you can wake up to the change that's possible in your life.